0: Tesla is much more than Elon Musk and his cars. It's also about a community and talk about a powerful community.
1: Are you tapping into the power of community? Why not? Join us for Let's Talk Community, where George and his guests discuss the communities they belong to and how they've tapped the power. We all have communities we belong to, and we can easily tap into them to grow our business, advance our careers, make changes in our personal lives, and of course, in our relationships. Join us. You might learn something. Hello
0: everyone, this is George Diaz with Let's Talk Community and my guest this week is JP Dixon. Hi, JP. Hi, how are you guys? Okay, um, so we're going to be talking Tesla and right up front, I want to say, look, I, I, I'm not promoting Tesla, I'm not doing a commercial for Tesla, but Tesla is much more than Elon Musk and his cars, and, you know, he's got SpaceX and all that other stuff. It's also about a community and talk about a powerful community. Now, the reason I I asked JP to join me is because he's a Tesla owner. He's been a Tesla owner for a while. And on top of that, we go way back. I've known him since he was like, I don't know, four or something. I've been friends of his parents for forever. And uh, he was just the the perfect guy to talk about this because he's kind of a fan. And I want people to understand how this Tesla experience, which is very different from owning you know, a BMW, a Mercedes, a Ford or, you know, anything else. So, uh, so JP, tell us about, you know, how, why'd you decide to get a Tesla?
1: Well, I wanted a Tesla because it has the autopilot feature and I was driving for my in-laws live in Jupiter and I live in Boca and I'd heard that you could put the autopilot on and the car would basically, especially on highways, just kind of drive itself.
0: Okay. But um, b- before that, okay. But how did you even find out that Tesla has this autopilot feature?
1: Well, I was doing research online, um, reading through the message boards from some of the other owners, and they were the ones that were saying, "Oh, you know, you have the autopilot," and they said the autopilot, and the software on a Tesla is probably ten years ahead of where it is. They compared it to having a flip phone. You know, like all other all other cars are a flip phone. And Teslas are kind of like the smartphone. Okay.
0: So this is the beginning of this community. You're going out there getting information. People are telling yeah. you about this thing, right?
1: Yeah. This was, this was before the Model 3 came out. This was when the S came out. Okay. Yes, not when it came out. The S had already been out now for probably five, six years or so.
0: Okay. And the people you're talking to are not Tesla employees. They are owners
1: no. of cars. Yeah. So when I was doing my initial research to get the, the Model S. Um, everyone online. I was just reading message boards, um, like Reddit threads, like everyone who owned it, and everyone because one of my biggest fears was the range anxiety, you know, because I never had just a straight electric vehicle before. Um, so I wanted to get everyone else's feedback about, you know, how long does it take to charge? Why do you get a charger at home? How long do the superchargers actually take? Um, and the community of people who own Teslas—I mean, it's like as soon as you as soon as you got, get it, you kind of like clicks in your head, and you're like, "Oh, this is amazing," you know. And then when you go and put yourself out there, like you know, you kind of almost have to talk to other people um, because of the charging feature and how unique it is and everything.
0: Okay, I own a Lexus, and I really don't know online anybody else that owns a Lexus. I mean, that's so. This is this is different. This is very different. So, you, you were telling me. Um, about you know one of your other things is it's not a cheap car so how do you kind of figure that out? So, yeah,
1: so so I wanted to get the Tesla. I mean it's the S. I think it's like around ninety thousand dollars. So that's a you know a pretty expensive car. So I was looking at something called Turo. Turo is basically like the Airbnb for cars. So I was for car rentals. For car rentals, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want, so. Uh, And now, by the way, I actually only use Turo. I no longer use Hertz or Avis or anything like that. Because when you use Turo, you go online and you're renting someone's personal car. And then they, if you get it at the airport, you can choose to have, it's called curbside service. And they'll come and just drop the car right off for you. And then they Uber themselves home. So that's what I started doing with the Model S. Is I got the Model S and I needed to help kind of pay for the the monthly um, payments every month. So I put it on Turo and it really started getting hit a lot because everyone, first of all, we're in South Florida. So everyone's coming in on vacation. And the more people were reading about Turo, the more they were like, oh, I'm on vacation. Let me try, you know, what a Tesla's like. So people started running the Tesla through Turo. Um, That went really, really well. and then, you know, I got,
0: I think you were telling me you, you pretty much didn't have to pay for your car payments. Cause if you rent, yeah. uh, What like, yeah, so then, yeah, we got, we got the, we got rid of
1: the S. Um, and then I put, I got the model three and then I actually had two model threes on there for a while. And then my wife was like, I, the car was getting rented so much. She's like, I, you got to take it off. I need a car. It's yeah, not, she needs the car. You know, so yeah. So I, I just left the black one, left the black one for f- almost five years, four and a half years. Huh. It, it basically, yeah, it basically paid for itself, and then um, it was a 2018, so once the 2019 and th- 2020 started getting on there, um, everyone wanted those, and I stopped going to the airport because it was just Yeah, it was really, just work at that point. Going to the airport's a pain in the ass, especially Lauderdale. And,
0: and, and then you're, so this is Turo's, T-U-R-O-S, right?
1: T-U-R-O, yeah, T-U-R-O.
0: Turo.com. And so yeah. there's yet another community, and this is car rentals where you're not even dealing with, you know, a Hertz agent and, and, and you know, that whole headache of, yeah, go over there. The and like-
1: So the Toro community is incredible. So when we were in, uh, I, we went to Colorado this summer, and uh, we flew into Denver, and we drove out to Snowmass, and there's that highway, uh, it's like 77, I forget what it is. And I was like, oh, it's a beautiful drive. I love it. It's only four hours. Like, you know, I don't want to do a connecting flight anyway with the kids and everything like that. Land in Denver. They had had like incredible rainstorms and the mudslides had washed the road out. So we had to take Independence Pass through, which is like, if you've ever taken Independence Pass, I'm from Florida, born and raised. I don't drive on mountain roads. This was like no railings. And it it was terrible. Long story short, we... I called the owner of the car that I rented because I rented it through Turo. I said, listen, I cannot drive this car back. I do not feel comfortable. I'm with my kids. I'm with my wife. I'm like, I'll uh, fly you over here and then you can drive it back and bill me for your time. And he was gracious enough. He goes, absolutely. I would rather do that than have you you know, drive precariously through these roads and God forbid something happens. So,
0: I mean, when would you do that with Hertz or Avis? I mean, no,
1: Hertz or Avis, you know, they would have been like, all right, leave it there. We're going to charge you an extra thousand dollars. We're going to stiff you with that fine. Stiff you with this. This was great. I got him on a little puddle jumper from Denver over there. I, and I don't even think he billed me for the hours to drive it back. I think he might have stayed over there for a little bit and hung out or something. I'm not sure. But yeah, that was great. Um, you know, but yeah, that was, uh, Yeah. That was good. That was good.
0: That's interesting. So, okay. So you've got, I, I know you got to the end of that and it, at some point nobody's renting your car. So, so yeah. Uh, so then I ended up
1: selling it and then um, I got my wife the new, the Model Y. Uh, we, and then, so now we just have well, one of the Model Ys. And that's uh, the
0: white one that we drove this past week. That's the one we drove this
1: weekend. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I, I was interested in this community for this podcast. So um, JP and I, we were at a, a birthday party for one of uh, JP's nephews. And I come up and I go, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. And before you know it, JP says, oh, you've got to drive the car. <laughs> and, you know, I'm kind of going, well, you know, I, I'm, we're at a party. And he goes, no, 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 you, you don't understand. You have to drive this car. And it's that whole, how do you get other people to push your product that well? And it's because it's something that's really, really different right it's not
1: just yeah, it's car. awesome it's badass and super cool i mean you drove it yourself like and i told you i'm like put that small skate pedal right to the floor and we were like you were i saw your face i love watching people's face especially when i rent it out on Toro and i would tell them i'd be drop that pedal to the floor and you watch their face like, whoa. you whoa you don't realize how fast it is and when you get something that works that's so fun and so awesome like that it like stirs that little passion inside of you and it, you make you want to go out and like tell everyone else like go you got to drive this car you got to understand what I'm talking about you know you got to get there, you know? now,
0: for, for, we we've got a little bit of an age gap difference between him and yeah. I he's in his 30s I'm in my late 50s but, I'm almost 30. <laughs> oh really wow i 39 <laughs> time flies when you're having fun but but you know he came up he said you know we got on the highway and he said punch it I punched it let me tell you it was one of those things it's like oh my goodness this sucker is fast I mean yeah. it's and it's not that it's fast; it's that it accelerates zero to sixty in like four or five seconds, and it's awesome. <laughs> and and then you're, you're sitting in what feels like your desk at work with a TV screen in front of you. And oh, by the way, there's um, you know, there's a steering wheel too.
1: Yeah. Uh, now there's, there's no dashboard. It's just all there is is like a little iPad in there, and then everything's controlled on the on the the screen there. And that's the other thing about the car is it's it's like. I think I saw George like all the old cars are like flip phones, and like I feel like Teslas are smartphones. No,
0: no, it, hand, hands down. And, and I mean, I'm not sure I want to spend, you know, the fifty or the $90,000 just because that's me, but I, I can see the allure of it. Um, the other thing is, he goes, Oh, you got to check out the autopilot. You know, you already mentioned that at the beginning. And yeah. you, you come up, and he, you know, I'm driving, and a little icon shows up on the, the iPad, and then he double clicks on the, um, what looked like the windshield. Yeah,
1: shift. Yeah, the gear and shift.
0: And the car just starts driving. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, like it, it starts right. No, no, no. It is hugging a curving road. I mean, we're in Miami. It's in, in Florida. It's not like it was a, a vicious drive, but it was like here we're coming up on a stop sign. There were three or four cars ahead of us. It knew the car was there. And I mean, I was sitting there with my foot yeah. on brake just in case. Yeah. But That <laughs> sucker wasn't going to rear end the other car. I don't
1: know. It's an incredibly safe car. Like I, I put it on with, with my kids in the car. You know, it's weird. Like I, once you put it on, and you use it a lot, you and you get into a car that doesn't have it. You're kind of like, oh my gosh! Like I, I didn't, you didn't realize how much I was using it until you don't, you don't have it anymore.
0: Yeah. So a, a couple things from a from a marketing standpoint. Now, Again, marketing is my background. But first, can you produce a product that is just so much different? than what people expect and and I, that's you know that's something that comes up and then you you get a raving fan out of people like you're talking about right
1: yeah yeah Tell them I what
0: mean, happened. Like you, you were driving from here and you're going to orlando right so yeah so
1: to disney World.
0: and at the beginning you were saying you were worried about range anxiety you know am i gonna make it there i'm gonna run out of gas or you know electricity whatever
1: yeah and th- this is where the community for Tesla's is coming probably the most is because when you have a tesla you're going to take it outside of town, you're going to go on any kind of road trip, you're going to have to charge the thing. So you're going to want to look for the superchargers and the destination chargers. Superchargers are easy to find. You just go on tesla.com or, you know, go on the app. It'll show you. Um, But once you're there, like it takes, you know, if you have like almost a zero battery, it'll take like maybe 15, 20 minutes, which isn't that long, but still, there's a restaurant around you want to know about it. So you go on the message boards, you go on the Reddit feeds, and you just ask someone, oh, I'm, I'm doing this trip from Miami to Disney World. I'm stopping at the Turkey. You know, what's what's the best restaurant to go to? And within 30 minutes, you know, you'll have 75, 100 responses. Of, oh, you got to go here, get this, ask for this person, tell them I sent you. I was just there. You know, this is the best restaurant to go to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like you were saying, like, you know, I think you said you have a lats. like no one, you know. Oh, like, you, you never, never do this. this gas station at the Florida Georgia line we it's a good restaurant to go to everyone's like
0: uh I don't know know? and and here to Orlando that's 250 miles not that far but if you were going like cross-country something like this would actually be critical because it's not like there's a gas station on every corner there are these charge stations everywhere but it's not like there's a big Shell logo on the side of the road telling you where it is
1: no 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 you got it you definitely would have to go on if you were doing any kind of trip like you know, be more than a few days, you definitely have to go on Tesla.com or any of the websites that show where the superchargers are. And then right away, you would, even if they probably would already have reviews for it a lot, you know, like what to do and where to go at the superchargers on the um, the review board.
0: That's interesting. Now, I, especially now and during the holidays, it's going to get worse. You've got these interesting parking spaces in the mall right close up next to the handicapped ones. <laughs> yeah, And they're the charge stations, right?
1: Yeah, those are awesome. So, yeah, because I guess so I know like a lot of the malls and a lot of restaurants and everything like that, they try to encourage, you know, green parking and and everything
0: if every whole foods has it yeah it's
1: awesome i think it's great it's also a bigger perk because they're right up front and right next to like you know the door and it's great because not only do i get to charge my car now those aren't superchargers those are called destination chargers so they'll take a little bit longer so i'll go park my car which is right up front plug it in i'll get free charging (laughs) <laughs> i'll okay, get to go no, so there's no charge for those there's charges for the super one some of them there's charging now because there's i think this is called charge port charge point um and there's another one out now plug power i think and i think you have to set up an account which i have on my phone and now i just tap my phone on the thing it like unlocks the charge cable there's an adapter that i put on there that tesla gave me and i plug it in there and it's awesome you get right up front parking a lot of the times they wave the the parking costs, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, like I get to charge my car for free base. Well, not free, but you know, 9 out of 10 no, no, but times. I
0: mean, and, and, and charging a car is not like, you know, filling up a gas tank that you know, oh. might be, I don't know, 50 to
1: $70. Yeah. Especially with gas right now. It's, I mean, they, it, I think the most I've ever spent was like $15. Now on the superchargers, they just started something called idle fees because so like, for example, we were going up to Disney world. And we went to the superchargers, and I think there's only like there's only four or six at the at the, um, the stop there on the turnpike, and they were all full. So we had to wait actually like another like ten to fifteen minutes for them to get off there. Um, and, uh, and so yeah, we
0: had a little bit of a, of a delay there. But uh, yeah, so so you know here it is. We, you know what I want to tell our our listeners is. You know, we got to think about our businesses in a way that's different, and talk about catering to people's needs. They, f- frankly, no one ever sells a Tesla. You know, the, no one like, ever sells a Tesla. Yeah, nobody. I mean, you buy a Tesla, but no one really sells it to you. It's almost like yeah. the community tells you about it. People get all excited about it, and then you go out and you get a Tesla. It's it's just such a different purchasing experience.
1: Yeah yeah even when you even when you buy a tesla from tesla it's like a night and day different experience like when i i've had three of them now and or four of them whatever every time everything is already lined up like they like you you go there i think it took no more than an hour like everything was lined up to go i just signed all the the loan agreements i signed all the paperwork and they took a picture next to my car and off we went Dang. um even when we You're turned in much. one of you knew
0: how much it cost at home because you were doing that oh. in your app but you know whatever you knew what they well, that's
1: the thing yeah ahead of time they tell you to download the app they email you everything ahead of time so there's no like hidden costs or anything you know exactly what your costs are at the end of the day you know what your interest rates are everything is is set in stone um so yeah and then like that's the other thing too is their customer service so we had like there's little problems that'll, that'll pop up on it. The customer service is, is one of the best, better experiences too. You go right on the app and you can service your schedule it right there on the app. You don't even talk to a person and then they message you when it's time to go. And then when you pull your car up, they come right out. They have like a GPS or something. They just come right out and take care of it. And they call you an Uber back to wherever you need to go. It's incredible. It's really it's a whole different experience. And I think when you offer an experience like that, that's, again, where it comes back, where I said, like, people get so excited about it that you want to go out and tell everyone else,
0: you know. And you, you want to, I mean, how many people are bragging about, oh, gosh, I went to the, um, you know, the dealer service department and, oh, my gosh, the service was so incredible. I'm yeah. talking about it for weeks.
1: No, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about how, I mean, it's, it, it's really, you know, it's, it's quite an experience, you know, it's, you know, after I got one, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't wait for the truck to come out. Yeah, now, okay,
0: T- tell us about the truck. We'll finish off with that story that you told me about Elon Musk. With, um, with, uh,
1: when with the, the w- when they announced
0: week. the truck.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, the truck will be out. I mean, they said it was supposed to be out this year. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but see, if,
0: this was last year before oh, last year.
1: Yeah, so this is again where it comes back to where he, Elon Musk You know, is one of the greatest marketers of all time, personal opinion. Like,
0: yeah. great- with, Without paying for advertising when if you, you you'll yeah. never see a tesla
1: advertising TV. Uh, yeah you'll never see a tesla ad so far i've never seen one so far and going forward he says he has no intention on ever buying tv ads he doesn't have to um but no i remember last year when he introduced the Cybertruck. remember when that thing rolled out on stage right away everyone was kind of threw up a little bit in their mouths. So they're like what is this oh my gosh you know because it was so far from the norm and then he tells the the co-creator of it to throw the steel ball through it, the windows. are the windows are bulletproof. Windows are bulletproof. Throw the steel ball through it. Ball cracks. He says, do it again on the back one. Ball cracks the windows again. I think, personally, I think he did that on purpose. Because he released the truck two weeks before Thanksgiving and he knew that not only were people going to talk about how hideous and ugly and gross it was, but which I don't think it is. But did you see the windows break? Oh, you know, of course, everyone's going to talk about that for Thanksgiving. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, that's like, you know, when, when he did the SpaceX and he, he sent his his Tesla up there with like a, a space. Yeah,
1: the Roadster. Yeah, he put on their made, made on Earth. <laughs> Which, again, it's like another, just another, it's him doing his marketing thing. You yeah, know? yeah,
0: it's public relations.
1: Brought, like... I think SpaceX brought the astronauts, they ran them to the launch pad in a Model X, you know? Mm-hmm which is great cuz it has the falcon doors so the falcon doors open and this astronauts come out and go it's just you know no, show me
0: even the 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 you know the the space suits that they wear look like something out of the movies you know they don't look yeah, like yeah. dodgy NASA style ones
1: yeah 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 oh it's it's you know they're, they're it's incredible i'm i'm looking forward to to everything that they have coming forward and not just the cyber truck again and like the thing that sold me the whole thing was the full self driving the full self driving is what got me yeah,
0: yeah. It, it's it's really only a matter of times i mean everybody gets all nervous but it, it's only a matter of time before there are uh driverless cars for sure <laughs> uh and, it's and definitely you, just think of the the uber the you know yeah It was probably scattered delivery services. Cross country trucks. I mean, why why do you want a driver in there? That's a liability for so many reasons. I mean, once they get to the
1: trucks 24 hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to worry about people's sleep time. So, hey, um, great talking to you. Thank you for sharing all this. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This was was fun. Anytime, let me know. Great. Hey, have (laughs) a good one. Take care. you've been listening to the let's talk community podcast with george diaz to subscribe to this program or find other marketing resources for your business visit us at www.celebratingrelationships.com that's www.celebratingrelationships.com thanks for listening